We're live at the IAPA show floor for a 30-minute walking tour. That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On HAN, we bring the haunt industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences around the world. Whether you're a professional or enthusiast, each episode helps you better prepare for Halloween. Outside of this podcast, we have videos, education, and even events. Links to everything are in the show notes. On Mondays, we break down large trends from the news and discuss why it matters to you in our weekly Green Tagged series, co-hosted by Scott Swenson and myself. And this was a special episode of Green Tagged, where we walked through the IAPA Expo show floor live and met some folks and gave our commentary. A lot of these people are from the haunt industry, so there's plenty of tie-in here for you. Here we go. From the show floor in IAPA, at the IAPA Expo in Orlando, this is Green Tagged live. That's right, we're live. I, we're, we're actually next to each other. This is not a special effect. We're not, again, we're not, uh, Deep fake animatronic. Exactly. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. We anyway, are we're not here live. Animatronic in any way, shape, or no. So in today's show we're gonna keep it our same 30-minute format, but we're gonna give we're gonna walk through the show floor yep. and we're yep. gonna discuss what we're seeing and discuss our overview, our takes from this week being here. This is kind of almost at the end. And, uh, and I'm just holding this really cool thing because I just I just had to say, say hello to my little friend. Oh, oh. So much fun! I just want to do this all day. Can I just stand here and do this all day? Is that okay with you guys? This isn't bad hands. This is amazing! This is is this brand new this year? This is so cool! <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about this fog gun here. Yeah, absolutely. So this Maybe. is going to be Froggy's Maybe Fog, new Thanos gun. Um, it is. It takes the place of the CO2 guns that everyone knows on the market, but no CO2, it's just the water-based fog fluid. So it's great that you're no longer having to carry that CO2 tank around. All you have to have is the water-based fog fluid. It can be used with any, uh, any water-based fog fluid. Here at the show floor, we're actually using our bog fog in it because it does have that high-powered fan in the front, so that way it completely just dissipates it super quick and easy. So you are able to um, use it either with the high-powered fan, which will be here in the front, or if you don't want to have that high-powered fan, you can, yep, go for it, Scott. All you, buddy. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> or you can go ahead and use it where it's just no fan in the front, just the fog coming out. But with the fan in the front, you get about a 20 to 25 foot blast. No fan in the front, it's about five to 10 feet. So I just love the fact, I love this. Here. I love this. I love the fact right. that you can actually see the fluid. It looks yep. like it's lit. It looks really super yep. cool. Yep. And I'm the, sorry, I just turned yep. into a 12 year old again. Right, and, and the portability of it. The portability of it. I mean, that's, it, that's the big deal with easy. it. Plus, it looks really cool on the stand too. So you can yep. just like have the stand out somewhere and have it mounted while it's charging, doing anything like that. The great part is, is that it can come with additional batteries. So you can have two batteries charging in the port while you have one in the gun. You just read my mind. I was just gonna say, how long does the charge last? So the charge, it'll do about a 30 second blast continuously before it needs to reheat that heater core. All the heating elements are right here in the front of the gun. Oh. And then the this battery will last about three hours. Wow. 
I just, do this for three hours. I, we, I'll just, you guys go on. You guys do the rest of the show. I'm going to stay here and just shoot this incredible toy. Scott I love this. Scott just became a Froggy's Dog employee. I do. He said, peace out. I'm joining the Froggy's team. I'm joining the Froggy's team. team. Is what he just said. Well, I've been hanging out with the Froggy's team for so many years. It's about time. Been around forever. How many years have I known you? A gazillion. 20? A gazillion, at least. 20? At least yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, long time. So. Great. So, well, thank you. Thank you for letting over. me play. Absolutely. I may come no. back later. Come on. Just come on warning you. Come on no <laughs> Who's that crazy guy? Worries. Who's that crazy guy shooting the new toy? Oh, we'll just be like, oh, our new Froggy's Froggy plays back. That's, That's all. Right. <laughs> shooting the crazy toy, laughing <laughs> maniacally. Laughing maniacally. Thank Bye, you. guys. Thank, thank you. Caitlin. Bye. So that was Caitlin, and um, she did a great job explaining that. She really did. And so that goes for about $4,500. It's a great investment, though, because it's something that you can use over and over yes. and, and over, over and again. over and over. Some of these guys scare me. I don't know. What? <laughs> so, I, question to you, by the way, in yeah. case you don't. I mean, everyone people listening know really. on the audio. Yeah. So, what do you think about that for Q line actors? Is my question. Oh, so. I think I think it's I think it's perfect for Q line actors. I think it's actually perfect for uh, actors who are overhead. I could see that being used on oh, like that's a great idea. something like uh, uh, an elevated platform, so they're shooting yeah. it across the top. The nice thing is, because I, I intentionally shot you and did of not course. injure you, so well. it kind of, that's another thing that kind of shows you can yeah. you can make it really interactive and really playful right. um, if you want to make this uh, part of your part of your story. Now, it's interesting. The thing I really like about it, and you're going to think this is weird, but the thing I really like about it is it doesn't look like. A, an actual weapon. It doesn't look like a real gun. It I looks don't like think a, that's weird. What it looks like a fantasy gun, which I just adore. We just talked about that. We yeah. talked about that so much about how you want to make sure that in this age right now, right. you're not making things that are too too, too realistic too and realistic. too and too yeah too yes. uh, dangerous looking. Yes. You know, it's it looks it's threatening. It does its job, but it works really nicely. Even the look of it works nicely into a storytelling. Scenario. So that was the most dangerous thing. I was there. by far the most dangerous by far, thing. That's by true. Far, right, That's very right, true. Right. And the batteries and mo the mobility of it. And the multiple batteries. I mean, the yeah. thing about the thing about Froggies is they've been around long enough that they understand the real need of this. And what's super cool about that is that doesn't even have to be used just for Halloween. Correct. That you could use that you could use that in any sort of immersive experience mm -hmm. that had a, a futuristic vibe to it, or you know, it's Jack Frost for Christmas. Jack Frost for Christmas. Right. Actually, that would be really cool. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that. And, and, and the fact that it lights it as it comes out, yes. it makes it visible at night, which is going to be super cool. No, I, that's, yes. that's probably one of the coolest new products I've seen out here. Of course, there's a lot, it's hard to say that because one of the things that I've discovered in, uh, in, at IAPA this year is in Expo, there's like this strata of experiences. You know, there's those people who do nothing but hang out on the on the trade show floor. There's the people who do nothing but the education sessions. There's the people who do nothing but the, the business meetings. Right. Um, so I can't guarantee that I've seen everything that's new. This, well, this show floor is gigantic. It, it is gigantic. We have arrived at another thing I think is very interesting here. And this is a preview. Do you remember Glenwood Caverns? That's a loaded question. I, 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 do not actually. So Glenwood Should Caverns. I? Glenwood Caverns is, uh, I can say like a regional, small regional park that is located in Glenwood, Colorado. Uh -huh. And I think it kind of became a little bit infamous for 
the drop ride, the Haunted Mine drop ride. Okay. And you remember what happened on the Haunted Mine? Yes, 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 yes. It was yes. a very unfortunate incident, right? Yes. Um, they, it's, it's been closed since that happened, which we talked about on the show. Right, right, We right, talked right. about how you get past that. So, how you get past it, you retheme the entire ride from a Haunted Mine into a Crystal Cavern. I don't know if that's the actual name, but I'm just going to guess it's going to be Crystal Cavern or something it, like it that. It is a Crystal Cavern, not the Crystal Cavern. Correct. That's the important thing yep. to remember. So you bring in crystals, you bring in crystal creatures, characters, you do the whole new story, whole new theming, whatnot. So you hopefully save the assets of the actual drop itself, but right. you retheme and reuse it. And that's exactly what our friends here at Creative Visions that's have been tasked cool. with doing. They've been tasked with recreating that so they can reopen in March of this coming year with the new crystal theme. So another thing that I, I think is really important since we are at Expo and I want to talk a little bit about Expo since we've we've we did our sort of pre pre-show show um, is when you are on the trade show floor, you've got to find something that cuts through the noise. You got to find something that that draws attention. And I think we've seen two great examples already. Uh, one of course being the the fog gun which I I'm not kidding. I'm going to go back and play with later. And the other being like something beautiful and serene. Um, and actually, right next to them is yes. is another really cool, uh, another really cool booth that has probably your, your one, favorites. Just I love these just guys because you know you, you I you, love these guys. You, just, oh, yes. Look at that. <laughs> um, so this is when it comes to when it comes to haunt props that are easy to use and uh, always effective. <laughs> You can't beat stuff like that um, because it's pretty much always there and always ready to go. And as a puppeteer, of course, this is this is where I get my puppet nerd on. This is this is too much fun. This is too much fun. Yes, this is the this is the VFX booth. They've been around for a while. They continue to to create new and exciting get stuff. You know, we talk we talk a lot about the importance of get a room. Uh, we talk a lot we talk a lot about the importance of uh, the uh, ability to create immersive experiences. Yes, this is this is immersive experiences without the the high tech of of AI, without the high tech of yes. you know trying to, to track things. We used to say that that AI. <laughs> Sorry, have have a nibble of the clown head. There's a phrase I don't think I've ever said on camera or any other time, really, Woo. is have a nibble of the clown head. Uh, but this is this is a perfect example of um, AI. AI is great. AI is great, but it's not essential to create something that is immersive, yes. impactful, yes. and and sometimes quite terrifying, yes. or even just darn cute. You know, because we got the, we got this little this little uh, critter over here. The, the chimp. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, hi, I'm Scott. Nice to meet you. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, now you're speaking. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. What's up? I, I agree, I agree, I agree very much, very much. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they're speaking your language. <laughs> so, again, high tech, mod tech, mm -hmm. fun tech. You can, it, it's all there. And the cool thing about, about VFF, VFX products is anybody can use them you know you don't yes. have to be a ventriloquist you yes. don't have to be um, yes. you learn a little bit of basic puppetry skills and you can bring all those characters to life and in this world of staffing challenges correct uh, you can double your staff 
by buying one of the one of the creatures that hangs on you. Yes. So it's it's a, just a great opportunity. Yes, I think a lot of Sorry, stuff. Sorry, I just I can go on about them forever. No, that's I love them. Well, I mean, it's it's relation. You know, the the the, the two we looked at the gun and also the the VFX ability to use have things for your staff to be able to use to engage people. Right. And we've talked about that over and over and over and over again, is that, you know, that people are looking for those memorable experiences to have. So, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I think uh, we've arrived at another friend I want to introduce you to, Scott. So, over here. We'll come this way. Sally Dark Rides. Sally Dark Rides, yes. Sally Dark Rides, they have a new ride to show us this year. A little preview of the Haunted Hotel Dark Ride. So let's come on over and we Very get a little cool. bit um, our witch here. She's lovely. She is gorgeous. Yeah. She's gorgeous here. She has her familiars here on the side. So this is a preview of the new Haunted Hotel Dark Ride that's going in to Maine in a fun park there. It's actually going to be a mix of practical effects as well as projection mapping and screen visuals. Which, again, we talk about this. I think I think this is fantastic because it's a it's a smaller kind of smaller like smaller park, right? right. But they're they're right, investing right. into a story driven experience. And the thing is, they want it to be scary. So they gave them they kind of gave Sally again the the leeway to say we want something scary, make it something scary, and they want practical. They don't want it to, to a mix of practical, scary storytelling experience. That's why I had to introduce you. To yeah, well, and it's it's interesting because again, having talked about this before, that's what's really cool about being here. All the stuff we've talked about, we actually see in practice on the trade show floor. Uh, you know, we've talked about where are we going? Are we going to a virtual world? Are we going to a practical world? Are we going to an animatronics world? And the answer is really simple. Yes, we're going to all of those. Uh, and, and this is a perfect example of that because utilizing, I mean, even, even in this, this preview, you can see the power of projection and video. You can see the power of, uh, of animatronic as well as, you know, really great 3D propage and such. And look, I mean, look at her. I have my eye on. You. Oh, she has her eye on you. Uh, no, it was you. No, it was, it was you. No, it, it was, was you. you. I'm pretty you. sure it was you. It was eyes on you. <laughs> eyes on you. So, uh, yeah, and, and again, doing dark rides that are scary, uh, duh, makes total yes. sense to me. Yes. I love it. But, I but love the, it. But the thing, too, is that they, I think, key here, there, there's so many like little learnings in, in the, the Sally moment. They gave Sally the kind of the leeway, the permission mm -hmm. to make it a little bit more exciting, more scary. And that's something we talk about that's so important as well. Like for these manufacturers, you know, they, they don't necessarily have anything that is jump scary. Right. You know, we, I mean, we talk about that, but giving them permission to do that. And they're really getting, giving them the permission to write the story, make it scary, to integrate the practical effects. And that, again, talking about trusted partners and developing something that will get attention that's new for the market, all those things are important. Absolutely, absolutely. And which park? Which park is this going into, Philip? Did you? Did you? I mention? will fact check. No, because I, I, it's. I think it's going to come up. Is it? Is it? Uh, I want to know because this is really cool. Sorry. So this, this, this is this is the most regular part of our, of this show where. Yes, where, this is this where, is. So <laughs> this is what you don't normally see because this is just out of camera. Normally, when we shoot the show, yes, yes, I yes. ask questions that Philip doesn't know the answer to, and because he has all of the data in front of him, he does all the fact checking. So this is set to open in 2023, which yeah, I don't know Correct. if you mentioned that, but we mentioned it now. Funtown Splashtown. Funtown Splashtown, cool. Right, and so it's going in Maine, into Maine in Funtown Splashtown. So again, it's what I, the, the other thing, I think I mentioned this briefly, but the other thing I like about it is that it's not a large, this isn't like a, a large 
attraction that's known for these types of things. Mm -hmm. And that's in, we talked about how that's increasingly important and how the competition landscape is going to change mm -hmm. as we go into this recovery period, and it's going to be different. I think this is a great idea of investing in something entirely new that's going to yes. put this fun town, splash town, yes. in a different competitive it, it advantage. Will be, it will be a signature attraction for yes. them. Yes, that's yep. exactly... That'll yes. be very cool. That'll be very cool. He's, see, now this is where I normally feel as Philip tries to find something else about this that he wants to say that he knows he read at one point. In Have I stalled long enough? There are 14 scenes. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's that's what I got. Very that's good. That's what I got. Okay. That's what I got. So, <laughs> so, so this, is, this is unique because you actually get to see all of the, the, uh, the warts and the behind the scenes stuff too. This is how the show really goes all the time. Well, it goes when I don't do my research and it's tough. We just, and we decide, <laughs> no, you, decide we're going to meet at a point on the show floor and just, and just walk and, and just talk go for, for 30 it. minutes. Yeah, well, oh. you know, it's, uh, but, you know, I'm sure you can see uh, either behind us or, or from other shots, from other uh, videos or photos that you've seen of the show. This is just a massive expanse. Yes. And it has everything from uh, insurance to dark rides to uh, Dippin' Dots. It's interesting. There's a, there's they're a, not dipping dots. They're mini melts now. Well, there's both. Oh, they're, they're both. They're, they're competitors. Oh, they're I have to go try dipping dots. You have then. to go try dipping dots now too. Um, but uh, but what I think is really interesting is everybody everybody has their own way of getting attention. Yes. You know uh, whether it is uh, whether it's an animatronic or a demonstration of their product or it's a yeah. location where the uh, the company and the clients can sit around and chat and yep. create an energy. Um, you know, we're coming up right now, we're coming up on uh, on Tate, Thinkwell, Yep. We talked about that with their, their new the acquisition and, and of Tate yeah. and, and merger. Yeah. Yeah. And what they've done with their booth, I think is brilliant. They've basically just set up a place to sit and chat. Yep. Well, there are examples of their product yep. going on all the time. Yep. Yep. So they, they've really done a, a smart thing here. And uh, in years past, because I've been coming to this forever, and uh, in years past, every booth was just laden with stacks of, of propaganda that had, people had to take. More and more of the booths are going to this more simplistic approach. Yeah. Uh, that like is, Electrosonic as well. Like Electrosonic, yeah. Now. Electrosonic is just, it looks like a living room yeah. with, with it's great It's a meeting TVs. area to have conversations exactly. and discuss new projects and potentials. And that's really, you know, one of one of the, the strata, one of the tiers of what happens here at the show. It's uh, a place for people to sit and meet. In fact, I just had a conversation just moments before we started this particular show talking about the main reason uh, most people after so many years continue to come to this particular expo is to reinforce the friendships that they've had and the yeah. relationships that they've had. Yeah. You know, it, it, yes, the work the work comes from that because everybody's here, you know, handing out business cards and, and, and that kind of thing. But it's, it's important to recognize that this is also a great opportunity for people to uh, reinvigorate those friendships that they've yes. had before. Because yep. there are people, and I don't know whether this is true for you or not, but there are people that I only see at trade shows yeah. in person. I mean, I, I work with them online or, or, or via phone or via email or whatever, but uh, I only actually see them in three dimensions at trade shows. And yep. a perfect example of that is what we're saying in front of our, right now. Our, yes. T, our fellow TEA members, um, themed, themed Entertainment Association is a, uh, a phenomenal organization that helps elevate the, uh, really, the the industry as a whole. And like, for example, today, they're just wrapping up the uh, the next gen event where they brought in, they brought in ice cream to encourage not only uh, 
young students who are getting involved in the attractions industry, but yeah. also experienced professionals who can come together and chat and yeah. talk and give yeah. advice. And I spent probably about 45 minutes there just talking about uh, as many things as we possibly could come up with to, to give them advice and to give them pointers. So it's a yeah. great place to kind of rub elbows with those people who, uh, who are doing the jobs that you want to do eventually. Mm -hmm. And for me, I find it very beneficial. I don't know whether you've had a chance to hang out, but for me- I have had no chances to get the TA booth. <laughs> this was my only chance. And I'm all like, ooh, who do I know? What's who going do I know? on over here? Who do I well, that's what's really funny. Every time I've walked by TEA, I either know somebody that I know personally, or I walk by and I read somebody's name tag, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden I go, wait, I know yep. you, or yep. you know somebody I've worked with. It's happened over and over again. Yes. Well, and, and also, Going back to that idea of conversations, IAPA is about conversation. We talked about that yeah. in the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. much IAPA is about conversations, networking, kind of a lot of that type of, and that's what the entire booth is. And I appreciate that yeah. from a membership organization. You know, it gives you a place to go, a place to meet, a place to do business, all of that for the show. So I think, um, anyway, speaking of that, I think another booth I see that I think we should check out is Alcorn, which is right here. So we're okay. going to check out Alcorn. And the reason that I'm impressed with Alcorn this year, of course, is that this year their whole booth is a tiki bar. I'm all for that. The bar part or the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you all for, yeah, Scott, yeah. now? Give me a tiki bar in the middle yes. of a trade show floor. I'll take that. That's good. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so here is the the booth here. And you see, I, I think this is a kind of a, a fabulous idea. They've, they've taken the entire booth, turned it into a tiki bar, and they still get to do what, what you know, what you need to do with the show, which is illustrate how their controls are operating each each piece of the theme entertainment. Yeah. And it kind of all built in. And I think this is a perfect example of IAPA. We're not just bringing a little booth. We're showing what you can do with the technology how here. Very the meta. Yeah. How very yeah. meta of them. They're actually demonstrating okay. and showing in the okay. same place. Not metaverse, but... Uh. Meta of them. Meta to, to of them to do. Right? Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. That's great. Well, and, and what's interesting is there is not a single part of the industry that is not represented here. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's. We. we uh, because Alcorn, of course, is known for rideshow technology. Right. Exactly. Which is, again, something that you wouldn't think, you know, I guess you don't. It's not on the outward facing level, it's not sexy. Right. But they have found a way to make it engaging to show off. And make it, to make it sexy. I mean, a, yes. tiki, a, a tiki bar is very appealing, yes. very attractive. Yes. Yeah, I love that. And the, the next thing we're coming up, up to is the Daniels Woodland, which we talked about recently because they made news that they're opening up their first ride in partnership with Sally right. up in Monterey Bay. But what they're also doing which they're showing off here at the show floor. They're also creating the Castle Grayskull elements for the Mattel Adventure Park that we've also it. talked. See how this all comes love together? It. Listeners of the show, you know, when we talked about the the Mattel Park and it being the first thing going into Scottsdale, Arizona and that whole thing. I mean, to take this and turn it into this, Yes. This is so cool. Yes. This is so cool. And again, this is a, a perfect example of what we talked about in previous shows about the utilizing um, retail opportunities yes. as IP. Yes. And the ability yes. to uh, create experiences based on 
well, truly childhood play. Yes. And, and childhood play that spans multiple generations. Yeah, yeah, the, the nostalgia factor here is incredible. I'm excited for the entire Mattel. And there are other people here at the floor too. You can see the, the Thomas truck right. and the Hot Wheels coaster right. as well. There's other moments right. of this Mattel park. And that's an element we didn't talk about yet, which is that on the show floor you can see a lot of what people are preparing to open right. in the coming years, you know, previews of what things are going to look like uh, when they when they get them open. So, yeah, and you, well, and they even they even will utilize this platform to unveil new coaster cars, to yeah. unveil new new ride vehicles that aren't coasters. I will say that with Castle Grayskull, I love it. I, I, I love it. I've seen, I saw on social media already somebody post the, the uh, photograph of Castle Grayskull and say, "I'm done. I've seen everything I need to see. I'm yes. I'm in I'm in uh, nerdy twelve year old heaven, which yes. you know is a great place to live sometimes. <laughs> like that's where I was living when I was back with the Froggy's gun. I, uh, <laughs> yes, it was too much fun. Too much fun. We get to have a little bit of fun here at Iapa, I guess. And, well, every now and then. Gradually. Every now and then. I've even seen there are barrels of fun. Yes. Yes. And you can test out a new ride vehicle system. You know, yep. That's, that's, yep. That's, 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 yep. The other thing that we have to make sure that everybody understands is it's not just about the trade show floor. Um, yep. When you come to IAPA, there are also opportunities to learn and learn around pretty much every yes. corner. Yes. Uh, there are sessions that take place um, that are in a uh, more traditional manner that are in large conference rooms, have um, all kinds of, of video, but they also have uh, shorter experiences uh, that are called edutalks. And these actually take place at a small stage in the corner of the trade show floor. So even if you just, uh, you can't avoid education um, unless you, uh, unless you really try to ignore it. Mm -hmm. um, and this year they've done a really good job with the edutalk stage. Yes. It is, it is, uh, sequ it's secluded a bit more than it has been in years past. So yeah. you're not you're not competing with the the sound, and but everyone gets access to it. That's and the every, thing. yes, exactly. You know, you exactly. don't have to have it. And I think that's the thing is that you know you may not realize there's so much. And I, the show floor itself, uh, I think I, I talked to her this year. She said it was much larger than, than yeah. we, over 500,000 square feet. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a very one. large show floor, and you know you you wouldn't really notice education per se, you could get overwhelmed by the show floor. Of course. So I like how they bring it here to show you well, it, you know, and I think there are some put people, it right there. I think there are some people, and myself included, didn't even realize that education was part of this experience. Yeah. Uh, so by bringing it actually to the show floor and making it so you have to, you know, you have to walk by it, and yeah. of course they so like, have all of the... the agenda here. Yep, all yeah. of the agenda lined up, and... Uh, and that you don't even have to leave the show floor to go yeah. and learn something, yeah. which I think is super cool. Yes. Another thing that I think is important to recognize is, I'm sure people who've never been here are thinking, how do I know what's going on? Well, they have done a phenomenal job with the app this year. Um, there's a Connect Plus app, which I think is is great. And, and I think the opportunity uh, to utilize that, you know, they do have printed material as well. Um, one of my favorites is they have they have printed material on the floor, so you can get, walk over the map and see yes. where things are. Yes. You can go to the app and search where things are and find those people, those things, those products that you want to find, as well as create a complete agenda for your educational needs as well. Uh, well, we have walked all around. I think we've given a good overview of some of the things. The only thing we didn't get to, I wasn't sure we are going to make it in time. There, there, my favorite part of the show floor, which we can see from here. Yeah, over here. There is a giant tree. You know what's in the tree? A bar. There's a bar There's in the tree. There's a bar in the tree. Oh my gosh, a I know. secret Iapa bar. We have found it at last. Yes, yes. Almost as much fun as the Froggy's Fog Gun. Uh -huh. 
Close. Almost. Close, right. So tell me, uh, what, what is your biggest takeaway from this year? Something that I didn't realize, I'll give you a minute to think about that, something okay. I didn't realize that until we talked to the IAPA team, in my interview with the IAPA team, is that they said it was 30% larger this year. Yes. And I just, yes, I, you it know, feels and, it. And it we, feels it. And I think that echoes what we were talking about this whole time about the, the healing of the industry. Mm-hmm. And it's like 30% large, that's, that's huge. And it's already a big show floor. It's like, <laughs> I can't even comprehend. You know, somewhere in that 30% is a, is a tree bar. <laughs> yes, and, well, you know, as it should be. That's the way it should be. I, mean, I want more bars. <laughs> they also do one in a giant pumpkin. That's when they got my attention. Oh, see, they there you go. They started mentioning the pumpkin. There you go. Anyway, tell there me you about your, your, your takeaway. So I think, I think this year, my takeaway, and I mentioned, I alluded to it earlier, and that is the, the various strata of, of the experience. Um, I think most people, when they come to IAPA for the very first time, uh, they think that it's all about the show floor. Yeah. Um, but the more I'm here, and as my as my career progresses, you know, as I have different needs, the less time we spend on the, the show. The less time we spend on the show floor. That's exactly right. And the more time needs we spend, like chairs, yeah. water. Well, that's just because I'm old. That's just I'm old. But uh, but, it, but it means that I I have to uh, I have but I have to schedule my time to get out on the show floor because the right. show floor is where all the the flashy sexy stuff is. But the real meat and potatoes, I think, of this event happens in the education sections, uh, sessions, it happens in the business meetings. There is so much business happening right here on the show floor. You're seeing more and more uh, booths that will actually have meeting rooms built into them. Yep. And pretty much every vendor here has, some, so sort of, of has some sort of suite or conference room off property that will take them so that they can set up meetings and schedule them, take them off the trade show floor and, and actually do business. So it's, it's, it is whatever you come to make of it. You know, it, it can be a, a great fun experience for people who are just getting into the industry. It's fun for me too, but it's fun for people who are just getting into the industry. It can be a great opportunity to network and it can be a great opportunity to actually sign deals and, and make some bank. So okay. I, I think it's, I, I had never really realized the multi-levels of this expo I never really experienced it so fully as I have this year. So that's been that's been my my real takeaway. And that is, you know, if you come to if you come to Expo and you've never been here before, uh, is recognize that there are all these things going on. You may not yeah. see stuff, but it's still happening, and it's always going to be there if you look for it. In our forty seconds we have left, tell us did were there people in your class? Yes. Or was it a ghost town? No, it was not a ghost town. I was very so education sessions in general. Yes. Anecdotally are up this year. Um, I had I had roughly 200 people in my class, which I was really excited about. And and I, I will tell I will end with my favorite comment. A gentleman came up to me after after the uh, the session. He said, "This is the most informative and entertaining session I have seen in IAPA ever." I paid him, and then he left. It was love. No, uh, he's he was actually. I looked down at his name tag. He was from Copenhagen, and I said, "Copenhagen, that's my favorite city." And he looked at me and said, "That's a good thing." That's a very good thing, and he took my business card. So who knows? I may be coming to you from Copenhagen sometime in the future. Who, kn- who knows? Who knows? Anyway, that's uh, that is Green Tag Theme Park in 30. And on behalf of Philip and myself, uh, thank you so much again for watching. Hope you or listening. I hope you guys got a bunch out of this. And uh, until next week, see ya. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. 
We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Hauntopic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network. <laughs>